What's up, BanterFam? It's your host, Miles, and in today's show, I am going to be running over my 11 crypto predictions for 2023. I wanted to take a shot today at predicting some of the events that I think can occur in 2023, including when I think Bitcoin can bottom, where I think stocks will potentially bottom, what narratives I think could perform really, really well in 2023, Ethereum dominance, and much more. Of course, a lot of these are a little bit of a stab in the dark, considering it's likely as the year progresses, things will change regarding the macro and the regulatory environment, and that will create new narratives as well as affect existing ones. But I thought it would be fun to try doing some predictions anyway. And then in one year's time, we can look back at this video um, and we can see what I got right and what I got wrong. Hopefully I get more right than I get wrong. But without further ado, let's get straight into the predictions. And of course, I will give you my logic behind each one of these predictions. Now, the first prediction is ETH dominance hits 23%. It hasn't actually reached these levels since 2018, but I don't think the full extent of the merge is priced in. And this is because since the merge, Ethereum's monetary policy has become a lot more favorable. Just to give you some context on the benefit that the merge has had on the supply of Ethereum, if we hadn't had the merge, Ethereum would have changed in supply by over 1.2 million tokens over the last 109 days. With the merge, Ethereum has only increased its issuance by 5,171 Ethereum. So that's around $5 million worth of new Ethereum issuance with the merge. And that's over $1.2 billion of Ethereum without the merge. So even in a technically inflationary environment for Ethereum, its monetary policy is much better than it was. And I think as we see more activity on the chain long-term, the full extent of the merge is not priced in considering Ethereum probably eventually becomes a deflationary asset. And if we have a look at Ethereum dominance, we can see that it has actually performed quite strongly over the past couple of years. But in my opinion, this is primed for a breakout and it's a combination of potentially the merge not being fully priced in, general Ethereum dominance versus other coins and altcoins drawing down that can create a scenario where Ethereum outperforms and dominance goes up. And if I had to guess, if Bitcoin makes new lows this year, I don't think Ethereum does. I know it's a bit of a bold prediction, but I think if Bitcoin makes new lows, there's a strong chance that the low is already in for Ethereum. I just think it has superior relative strength to a lot of other coins in the market and will continue to exhibit that strength into 2023. So that's my first prediction. My second prediction is that Bitcoin hits 30K again at some point. So apart from the pre-merge bounce, we haven't seen a true bear market rally yet. I do think this changes in 2023. So we can see we had a rally in July, August after the lunar collapse heading into the Ethereum merge. But then that rally was short-lived as we had FTX and we had multiple rate high as well. So although it might not sustain, I think a temporary pump to 30k is likely. And I think it's unlikely we go the whole year without um, a Bitcoin run. And guys, you got to remember when these runs happen, they can look like bull runs. So it might not necessarily mean that all altcoins will be hitting blow off tops and all that crazy stuff like we saw in 2021. But it very well may mean that some altcoins do multiples and Ethereum and some of the other altcoins perform very well if Bitcoin does run up to 30k. So I do think we're going to see this at some point. It could go higher. There's also a chance that it stops slightly lower than 30k, let's say in the 28 to 29k region. But I think 30k is the number that I'm comfortable with um, saying that Bitcoin can hit in 2023. 
A bit contrary to that is my number three prediction, and that's Bitcoin bottoms in 2023. And you might think it's weird that I'm saying Bitcoin hits 30K in 2023, but Bitcoin also bottoms in 2023. But that's because although I'm expecting a relief rally at some point, I do think Bitcoin's still likely to see new lows. I don't, I'm not quite convinced the lows are in, in 2022. Um, and this would presumably line up with the first half of the year when we may get an equities pullback. So I think 2023 will be the cycle bottom. Um, based on the current trajectory of rate hikes in tandem with the macro environment and what I think is going to happen to equities, um, which would mean Bitcoin bottoms potentially in Q2, maybe Q3, um, and at some point does get a relief rally. Whether that's, whether that's before or after, I can't quite tell you. Obviously, this is just um, a wild prediction, but I would say the first half of 2023 if I had to make a guess. So it's going to be a year um, of volatility. I don't think the market's going to completely dry up and just go sideways and get boring. I do think um, we're going to see some major events probably on the macro side that do trigger big moves whether that be to the upside and the downside in terms of bitcoin so that is something to also look out for and of course this logic is in tandem with what i think will be an s&p 500 pullback to roughly the pre-covid levels in my opinion we just printed way too much money and there's too much sideline capital to see a total collapse next year so all the doomsday is saying the s&p is hitting 1500 i don't think that's going to be the case but Given the current macro environment, I don't think a pullback to the 33.85 level um, is unreasonable. And although I'm not a macro expert, I think the current data we has have, as well as my own intuition, is kind of telling me that we will get a pullback, but I just don't know how severe it will be. That's why I think pre-COVID levels is um, a pretty realistic estimate. Prediction number five, and that is that retail interest hits cycle lows. So the bear market does get boring. And although there's volatility, I think it can be quite disheartening for a lot of people to see the rallies constantly get faded and all the rallies end up being bull traps. So I think although um, there may be rallies, I think a lot of retail participants are just getting burnt and burnt time and time again, and they're going to exit the market as they lose stamina. We can track retail interest by analyzing Google Trends, looking at Lunar Crush activity data on social media, looking at YouTube and Twitter engagement. There's many tools we can use to work out whether there is retail interest in the market, but I do think retail interest next year at some point is going to hit new lows. And of course, when we get pumps, retail is going to get really interested. And when we get dumps, they're also going to get interested. But by and large, I feel like at some point during the year, retail interest will hit its low for this cycle. And that's prediction number five. Now, moving on to some of my altcoin predictions. So my non-macro predictions, um, this starts with number six, which is ZK rollups and ZK EVM to be top performers next year. Now, in my opinion, ZK is an extremely efficient scaling solution. And in my opinion, is one of the most exciting crypto innovations we've seen of the last few years. And there's many projects in this niche on the horizon. ZK Sync, Hermes, and Aztec are just some examples of this. But I also do have a list of other projects that utilize ZK rollups that are launching or undergoing major developments next year. So you've got Loopring, you've got Starkware, you've got Starknet, you've got Aztec, Polygon Hermes, which is their ZK EVM product, Optimism and Arbitrum. Um, although they are optimistic rollups, they also are, are incorporating ZK solutions into their tech as well. So there's a lot to look forward to on the ZK rollup front. Um, a few that I'm looking forward to is ZK Sync. I think that's going to be awesome. Starkware as well. Obviously, Hermes, which is Polygon's iteration of ZK EVM, is going to be super exciting. And then Aztec as well, which we saw um, Polygon invest into heavily this year. So 
out of all the top performers, I think by the end of 2023, out of the top 20 best performers, we're going to see ZK products feature in that list. And it's definitely a big narrative to watch out for that I think you guys should have your eyes on to potentially take center stage in 2023. Off the back of that, I think L2s continue to grow. So I expect the valuation discrepancy between the L2 market and the L1 market in terms of their valuations to shorten as L2s continue to exhibit growth both in TVL and transaction terms. And we could see throughout the year, the TVL in L2s has exploded and it also has remained fairly stable compared to L1s. And I think um, they will continue to grow in valuation relative to their L1 counterparts where we have multiple L2s sitting right next to the L1s in terms of total crypto market cap. So that's something that I am looking out for next year. I don't think L2s are going away. I view the future as being Ethereum. Then we're going to have um, a plethora of L2s that help scale Ethereum, especially in the over the next decade where Ethereum still needs a lot of help getting where it wants to go. And then also some niche L1s that kind of um, are all interoperable with each other. And that is the multi-chain universe that I am envisioning. Um, and I think next year will be no different. I think we continue to see that progress um, and some L2s come to the forefront and existing L2s continue to perform quite well. Number eight, I think the XRP court case finally, 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 finally comes to an end. After a very long and drawn out proceeding for the last few years, I expect a final resolution. And I think this will happen in the form of a settlement. I do have an updated synopsis here on the case right now. So Ripple was handed a small win a couple months ago as the judge hearing the case ordered the SEC to hand over the Hinman documents, which were exchanged in October. These relate to a speech in which a previous SEC director said that ETH was not a security. However, the SEC subsequently applied on the 22nd of December 2022 to prevent the Hinman documents from being made public, including references in court papers submitted by Ripple Labs. Brad Garlinghouse, the CEO of Ripple, said that the case could last another three to four months and would end in the first half of 2023. So that's what he thinks. He also revealed that Ripple would consider a settlement if the SEC agrees that XRP is not a security. So in my opinion, not one of my riskier predictions because that's kind of lining up with what Brad thinks. I do think they'll settle. I think it's likely they settle in the first half of 2023. And obviously, a win for XRP, in my opinion, is a win for crypto because we need XRP to not be deemed as a security to set the precedent for other cryptos. Although they did have a slight setback by the ruling on LBRY as a security, which resulted in XRP taking a price hit despite reacting positively to the news that the case could be soon over. So that is prediction number eight. Prediction number nine is Sol is not going to die. I don't think it's going to zero in 2023. I think a lot of the FUD is Ethereum Maxis kind of jumping on the salt hate train because they missed out on Sol in 2021. And I think a lot of people that missed out on Sol, um, they are kind of rejoicing that Solana's collapsing. But I just hate that mentality in crypto. And I think, you know, we should all support each other no matter what the ecosystem is. Um, and I do see merit in Solana's tech. And I also see negatives in Solana's tech. And we just have to weigh up the bull case and the bear case and make a decision based on whether we think an investment in Solana is positive EV or negative EV. EV. And the bull case for Sol is a very strong development ecosystem, a very loyal community, a solidified NFT niche being the second biggest NFT 
chain out of any crypto after Ethereum, high throughput and TPS. And then you've got the bear case of, yes, there is sell pressure risk, given that Alameda owns 9 to 10% of sold tokens. And as they continue to unlock, of course, Alameda will probably dump and the liquidators will also likely sell some Solana. So it lost its biggest backer as well. That is also a negative and it lost a lot of trust. Um, because the community right now is kind of very unsure about the future of Sol. And does that mean that future developers um, kind of want to avoid any potential backlash by launching on other chains and not Solana? So, you know, there is a genuine bull case and a genuine bear case. But one thing's for certain, there is way too many positives for this thing to go to zero. And if anything, I think that Solana could be a decent performer next year um, as it kind of proves critics wrong. And I think eventually it probably will prove critics wrong. So no, Solana's not going to die in my opinion. And that is prediction number nine. Moving on to prediction number 10 is Matic continues to dominate the biz dev scene in the crypto space. And we've seen Polygon have a monster year in terms of business development. Let's just look at some of the things that they've done this year. In Jan 2022, Adidas announced its launch on Polygon. Then they partnered with DraftKings. They had a raise, a $450 million raise, in fact, from Sequoia Capital India, SoftBank and Tiger Global, Adobe Ventures into NFTs on Polygon. The NFL announced a partnership with Polygon. Then Reddit launched an NFT collection on Polygon. Disney announced its accelerated program on Polygon. Starbucks announced its loyalty program on Polygon. Magic Eden added Polygon NFTs to their marketplace. Meta and Instagram partnered with Polygon for their NFTs on their platforms. And Utes announced their move from Solana to Polygon. So the NFT space is picking up on Polygon as well. So a lot to like about the biz dev in 2022. In fact, Polygon had the most active and most positive biz dev out of any crypto last year. And that's one of the reasons why it was one of the best performers out of any crypto last year. Of course, it's still down 60% from highs, but 60% is a lot better than the 90 plus percent that other L1s have found themselves in, although technically you could call Polygon uh, an L2. So Polygon has performed very well in the biz dev space, and I think that is going to continue. They've got a great business development team. I think 2023 is going to be home to many more partnerships on the Polygon network. And as a result, I think Polygon continues to make highs on the Matic BTC chart. I think it continues to push higher um, and break previous levels. Of course, if the whole market comes down, it's probably going to come down irrespective of, of some of the announcements that they make. Um, that's why I'm tracking it on the Matic BTC chart to track relative strength. So I think uh, relatively speaking, Polygon will be a strong performer next year. Number 11, Coinbase makes a big recovery. As the second biggest crypto exchange by volume with very good on-ramps, very good UI, and obviously being one of the most regulated exchanges in crypto, specifically in the US, I think Coinbase is set to capture upside from increased trading activity whenever that occurs. If that's the end of 2023, whether that's heading into the next presumable bull run in 2024, at some point, Coinbase is in a good position, in my opinion, to make a strong recovery. And it's been really, really beaten down. If we look at the share price, it's sitting at $35. Just in 2021, it was $342. So it's beaten down almost 90%. And as an exchange, that's kind of crazy to me. And I think at some point, the Coinbase exchange makes a recovery and it's a very very interesting play from an investment perspective of course this video is not financial advice you'd have to work out whether that's something you'd want to do um, but I think Coinbase just in general as a product um, is quite strong and I'd be interested to see what happens in the future with Coinbase so I think this year it's all eyes on Coinbase and seeing whether they can maybe take some market share from Binance considering Binance is just such a dominant 
player at the moment. So if my predictions are correct and we do see a Bitcoin bottom next year and we do see rallies at certain points, then I think 2023 overall can only be described with one word and that is accumulation. And if it really is an accumulation year, then 2023 becomes the year of DCAing and the year of getting our entries. And if you want to do so, of course, there's a link in the description to Nested Finance, which is a way for you guys to invest directly in my portfolios with a click of a button and also create your own portfolios with the click of a button um, as, a, as, as a place where you can just keep all your crypto and DCA into crypto and not have to have it all over all these exchanges. And it's also decentralized and is insured by Nexus, um, which is a main positive as well. So I'm going to be uh, averaging into the market and creating portfolios this year so you guys can DCA in. Of course, there's a link in the description if you want to do so yourself. And if you connect your wallet, um, you can actually create your own portfolio or copy other popular traders on the platform. So it's an easy way to DCA into the market in a decentralized fashion. For those that prefer to trade and you want to trade some of next year's volatility, you can of course do so on Gains Network. Their G-Trade platform is very good because it's fast, has low fees, um, and is a very good interface that allows you to trade 70 trading pairs across crypto, forex, and stocks. Uh, as you can see here on the left-hand side of the screen and it's just a very good UI and an easy seamless experience to trade on gains. So there's a link in the description to trade on gains network if you'd like to do so and if you want to copy my portfolio on nested finance there's a link in the description as well. Remember I may not get all these predictions right but I thought it'd be really fun to have a go and it will be something I want to look back on in a year's time to see how right I was about the market in 2023 from the outset in January. Of course a lot can change and this thread is purely based on personal opinions this video as well and is in no way financial advice, um, but maybe some of my opinions you agree with and maybe you don't. So I'd be interested to hear so in the description uh, what you think is a good take, what you think is a bad take. And if you have any predictions of your own, I'd be very interested to read them in the comments below. Uh, but until next time, I hope you enjoyed the show. Smash the like button, of course. Subscribe and hit that notification bell for more daily crypto wisdom. I'm on holiday at the moment, but I will see you in the next one in a couple days. Have a good one. Peace out.